Welcome to the Balanced Wealth Podcast. My name is Gavin DeStasi, and on today's episode, we're going to be talking about collaborative divorce, what it is and how it differs from more traditional or familiar methods of divorce like litigation and mediation. Now, I've been aware of collaborative divorce since before I became a certified divorce financial analyst because the person who first encouraged me to look into and potentially pursue this specialization is a mental health professional who's been involved in collaborative divorce for some time. As a result, I had a basic understanding of how collaborative worked and what some of the major differences were between that and traditional litigated divorce or even mediation. And that same person was kind enough to invite me to come sit in on and ultimately join his collaborative divorce practice group when I completed my CDFA training. So I started to learn more about the process and why it can be such a more highly evolved model for those going through divorce. But it really wasn't until recently when I attended a two-day immersive training on collaborative divorce that I really had that aha moment with it. Sometime during the first day, it hit me, and I was actually reminded of another, though completely unrelated, aha moment I had recently, and that was the first time I ever ordered an Uber. I remember distinctly thinking, someone's built a better mousetrap, and this is going to change the taxi business and ride-hailing forever. Now, I can't sit here and say definitively that collaborative divorce will replace the traditional litigated divorce or even mediation, but in my mind, it is a better mousetrap, and I truly believe that anyone who is in the unenviable position of having to face the end of a marriage will be wise to take a good long look at collaborative as a method to get through that difficult time, no matter what their specific circumstances may be. I think there are a couple of reasons that collaborative is still relatively underutilized today. And the first is that some people going through divorce just really want a war. And it's understandable because typically by the time the realization hits that divorce is inevitable, people are hurt. And a common reaction to being hurt by someone is to want to hurt that person back. And so this is where battle lines can be drawn and the war ensues. It's why I'm hesitant to say that collaborative will ultimately replace all other forms of divorce. But I also really believe that the vast majority of people going through it in their calm moments would say that they know war is not the answer. That if possible, coming to a mutually agreeable solution to the issues of their divorce will be better for everyone involved in the long run. And the other reason I think collaborative divorce has not been as widely accepted is because too many lawyers are just not familiar enough with it. See, lawyers are the gatekeepers of divorce in our world. And think about it. If you're faced with the prospect of the end of your marriage, what's the first thing you think? I need a lawyer. It's what we've all been conditioned to think. The problem is that lawyers are not trained to find mutually acceptable solutions. They're not trained to find common ground that's in the best interest of everyone involved. And it's not really their fault. It's just that they're, they're trained to go to war. They're trained to do battle on behalf of their client and win in court or at the negotiating table. And winning is a zero-sum game. In order to win, the other person has to lose. And when it comes to divorce, it just shouldn't be about winning or losing, particularly if there are children involved. And since the gatekeepers are not yet equipped to tell enough people, it falls on those of us who have had that realization that there is a better way, that a better mousetrap exists to spread the word. So in that effort, I thought a little introduction to the basics of collaborative divorce and how it differs from the more traditional methods of divorce would be a good start. So what is collaborative divorce? Well, it starts with a commitment by everyone involved to strive for solutions that take into account the interests of all family members, as well as a commitment to an honest good faith exchange of all relevant information. In practice, a collaborative divorce includes the forming of a team of professionals, each of whom has specialization in a different area, who will work together with the divorcing parties to create mutually agreeable solutions outside of the courtroom. The team usually includes an attorney for each party, 
a divorce coach for each party, and generally a neutral financial specialist. In cases that involve children, there will also be a child specialist on the team. While there are an attorney and a coach that are technically on one side or the other, it's not like the traditional litigation model where each is solely looking out for the benefit of their client. They work closely with the other client's team, freely sharing pertinent information, and always with the goal of finding those solutions that are in the best interest of the whole family. Once the parties agree that they would like to try to solve their divorce collaboratively and the team is formed, a participation agreement is signed. And this is really important because what the participation agreement states, among other things, is that should issues arise that cannot be worked out in the collaborative setting, and thus the parties decide to litigate after all, all of the professionals in the collaborative team are disqualified from working on the case in any fashion going forward. So what that does is really provide that incentive for everyone involved to work as hard as they can to find acceptable solutions to the issues that arise throughout the case. Now, one of the things te folks tend to worry about when contemplating collaborative upon hearing how many professionals are involved is if it will be really expensive. And it's true that all of those professionals will need to be paid for their services. Because of that, there will always be a cheaper way to do it. And that way generally means mediation. And mediation can be a good way to go for certain people. Mostly that's the case if you've got a couple who are communicating well, don't have a lot of anger or resentment towards one another, they don't have kids, and are generally in agreement about what they have and what needs to be split. Because what we often see is a couple who think they can get through mediation with little problem end up in litigation once the underlying problems start to come to the surface. And if there's children involved, well, let's just say that parents are not always the best at clearly identifying issues that their kids are going through, despite their best intentions. And when it comes to litigation, I would guess that in the vast majority of cases, couples who litigate their divorce spend significantly more time and money than those who choose collaborative. First of all, going to court is expensive. Most attorneys charge much more for court appearances than they do for their normal hourly. On top of that, much of the savings in collaborative comes from the fact that you have the right professional doing the job that they're best at. In litigation, you're generally paying an attorney their hourly rate to do everything. If you call them to talk about how the divorce is affecting your kids, for instance, you're paying attorney's fees to discuss something they're not trained to deal with. In collaborative, you would discuss something like that with a child specialist, and not only are they trained to help in that area, but their hourly rate is almost certainly less than that of the attorney. Now, I've had plenty of attorneys tell me, hey, if a client wants to call me and badmouth their spouse for an hour, fine, I'm happy to listen, but I'm the most expensive therapist around. In collaborative, the coach is the one you turn to for things like that. And again, they're trained to help you work through those issues and for less money. You have the right person doing the right job at the right price. And price is not the only consideration either when comparing collaborative to tra traditional litigation. Here's a couple other differences to consider. In terms of who controls the process, in collaborative, it's you and your spouse rather than the courts. As far as timing, in a court setting, the judge sets the timetable, which can mean lengthy delays when the courts get crowded. There's a greater degree of privacy in collaborative divorce since court records are public. Collaborative is basically a voluntary process where all issues can be negotiated, whereas in court, if you can't reach an agreement on something, the judge will just make a ruling and that's binding. And finally, in a collaborative divorce, your team of specialists help to educate and assist you and your spouse on how to effectively communicate with each other in the effort to come to agreements. Whereas in a court setting, which is basically designed as an adversarial environment altogether, communication is limited and even quite often discouraged. 
I think this last point is really important because the truth is that very few divorcing couples just go their separate ways and never have any contact with one another once the divorce is final. And that, of course, is particularly true if they have children together. So if the process can be completed with a minimum amount of the kind of toxic exchanges that are so commonplace during divorce, the post-divorce relationship has an exponentially better chance of someday being a healthy one. One of the presenters at the training I recently did put it really well, I think. He said, look, I ask my clients all the time, would you like to be able to share a first dance at your child's wedding together someday without it being obvious to everyone there that you can't stand each other? Because if the answer to that question is yes, then I highly recommend you take a good long look at the collaborative divorce process.